G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I'm going to talk about the Christian disciple and the home life. Paul writing in Titus chapter 2 verses 11 to 13. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness and devotion to God while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. I wonder what you are like on a Sunday at church. I know some Christians who like to be all holy and proper on a Sunday at church, but they can't wait to get home and start living again. Have you ever wondered just why you have to live a holy life at home? work or play 24 hours of the day, 7 days a week as a Christian disciple. Well, Paul writing here explains that doctrine is learning and duty is living and both of them go together. We are to learn it in the church then put it into practice at home. Why do we do this? We do this as Christian disciples in order that the wondrous message of Jesus' grace can be dispersed. So what does Paul expect of the different groups of people that he lists in the verses before those I read out at the beginning? Firstly, in verse 2, he speaks to the older men. They are to be temperate, dignified, self-controlled, faithful, loving and persistent. All of this without drinking too much wine. Then for the older women in verse 3, well they are to live a holy life, teaching what is good. They aren't to speak badly of others, and they are not to indulge in gossip. Mm. They also are not to drink too much wine. They are to do this so that they can be good examples and teach the younger women how to behave appropriately. Ah, the younger women of verse 4 and 5. They are commanded to listen to the older women. They also must love their family, be self-controlled and pure. They are to be hospitable at home, treating others with kindness and goodness. Why? So that the word of God is not maligned or harmed. Younger men, however, are to be self-controlled and follow Titus's example in verse 6. And just what is the example to be set by Titus? Well, he is to be an example by doing good works in a serious manner and with integrity. He is to be courageous and with good speech. He is commanded to rebuke others with Paul's authority. Why does he do these things? So that nobody has the chance to despise him because of his youth. And finally, slaves are to obey their master and return any items that they just may have stolen in verses 9 and 10. Why do this? So as to make the gospel more attractive to those outside of Christianity and to be seen as being deemed worthy of being trusted. However, the overall reason to live a holy life is because it is only due to the grace of Jesus as Saviour that we live at all. 
So if he is the only reason we are living at all, then as Christian disciples, we need to live a life that is worthy of him. In the passage I read out at the beginning, there are three reasons as to what Jesus' grace does for us, especially those who have chosen to be his followers. Firstly, Jesus' grace redeems us and is available to all who will accept it. We are all slaves to sin and are unable to set ourselves free. Jesus Christ gave himself as the price for all the things we have done wrong, past, present and future sins and wrongs. By his death on the cross, he met the just demands of God's holy law, so that God in his grace could forgive and free all those who believe in him as saviour. Secondly, his grace reforms us. Not only is our status before God changed to that of being his child, but he reforms our lives in order to make the Christian disciple more godly. When Paul talks about temperance, self-control, prudence and restraint, this is to accentuate the Christian disciple's relationship with their own self, whilst dealing with people in a wise and godly manner. In so doing, God purifies us and makes us his very own possession. This is called, in theological terms, sanctification. Then lastly, Jesus' grace rewards us as we look forward to Jesus Christ returning. This is our eternal hope. This is our hope. So we are to live lives worthy of the gospel that bears his name and his grace. For more to think about, please do read for yourself Titus chapter 2 verses 1 to 15 and ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. What areas of my life do I need to be changed? in order that I can live a life worthy of Jesus' grace that is full of wisdom, righteousness and devotion to God. Question 2. In what ways has God purified and made me his child and possession? Question 3. Why not list the things you are thankful to Jesus for due to his grace and mercy and give him thanks for his grace. As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. I would love to hear from you, and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.